Welcome to another episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast. Hello, everyone. Today, I am with a special guest. This topic, when it was brought to me, came at a time where my household, we did a whole sprinkling. <laughs> and then when I opened my email, I'm like, ah, oh, look at this, divine intervention, because this is exactly what we were doing. So this is a great conversation for me to have because my, my household was definitely in a, we need to just get things sorted and clean and just start fresh. <laughs> So today I have Patricia Lohan with me. Um, She is going to be talking to us about feng shui. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I always want to say feng shui or feng shui. I call it feng feng shui, but then I like call it fun shui as well because it can be fun. (laughs) It can. It can. And the moment sometimes when when you're thinking about cleaning and just like organizing, it's not fun. But then when you do it and after you're just like, oh, you know what? This actually wasn't so bad. (laughs) Exactly. And it makes you feel good. It does. It does. So today, Patricia is going to be talking about feng shui functional principles and how it can help the family unit besides kids your spouses and how all of that can promote like just a happy and healthier family and household uh, my first question to you is how can that happen with feng shui? <laughs> so how can it happen with feng shui well feng shui is an ancient practice it's around five thousand years old five thousand years the fact that it's stuck around this long definitely means that there's some power and potency to it it essentially when you translate the characters feng shui in chinese characters of feng shui it means healthy home good health and good harvest so oh, it's all about creating the happiest healthiest um, a most harmonious home. If you look at the, it's it's it comes from the lineage of traditional Chinese medicine, and that is all about bringing balance and harmony to the home and to the body and to every aspect of your life, and living in flow, like living in divine flow. So you're talking about divine intervention. It's about being tapped in and connected to divine um, divine flow, and that everybody in our homes are happy, healthy, and you know thriving. So I like to describe feng shui as acupuncture for your home. So if you're going to an acupuncturist, they would, you know, check out your body. They'd ask you for your health history. They take some pulses from your body. They look at your eyes and your tongue. And then they would then place specific needles in specific points in your body to get everything flowing again. And that is essentially what we do with your home when it comes to feng shui. So everybody listening were wondering where their couch goes. I don't care where your couch is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm way, way, way more concerned about the energetics of your house and not about the aesthetics. Okay. So when you're talking about aesthetics, like putting Mm -hmm. your couch in a certain part of the home, does that change like the whole flow of things or... Um, As I said, I don't care where your couch goes. Most of the time we think feng shui is about the placement of furniture and there's only two pieces of furniture that I'm usually most concerned about in people's homes Mm -hmm. Um, and the rest goes where it goes and even those pieces go where they go. So um, the bedroom, the position of a place where the bed goes in terms of like um, having a nice solid headboard, hopefully you can have your head to the the wall and you can see the door. That's Mm -hmm. like the optimum setup. 
Right. If you can't get it that way, don't worry about it. It's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean your feng shui is doomed. And it's the exact same setup for your office. And the reason that those two places are for me the most important is because they are the, um, because they're the ones that you spend the most time in. Right. So if it's your desk, you're sitting there for several hours, maybe a day, the same goes for your bedroom. Okay. Um, and the positioning of those are the only two things that I talk about with positioning. So as I said, feng shui isn't about aesthetic. So you don't go to the acupuncturist to get fashion advice or right. interior, like, so same with me, I don't give interior design advice. It's not about the the colors in your walls or the, the, the furniture, like, you know, some people will bring in the shapes of the furniture, but that's not either going to be the really, um, the most potent thing that's going to impact your feng shui. Mm-hmm. So what impacts your feng shui? So how do I know if a house is bad feng shui or not? Um, and this is someone like, but how do I know if my house is bad feng shui or not? Well, what's going on in your life? Because your house is basically a mirror to you and your life. So essentially every part of your home represents a different part of your life. Just like every part of your body represents a different part, has a different function, like your lungs, your organs, your eyes, everything has a job. Mm-hmm. They all work together for you to function and to live and thrive. The same goes for your house. And if one of those is out of whack or out of balance, it's going to impact everything. The same goes for your body. So, if, you know, one of your organs are not doing well, they're all going to impact do well and you won't right. do well. It's the same goes for your house. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we start looking at a house, from a consultant's point of view, we would look at it as a unique entity, like it has its own personality, it has its own energy. And if you've ever, you know, done astrology, for example, your house has an astrology chart, like a natal chart that can indicate what's going on. So back to how do I know if your house is bad feng shui? Well, how's your bank account? How's your relationships? How's your health? How's your kids getting on in school? You know, how are they getting on together? Um, typically what will happen is when people come into our world, they will, um, and sometimes I have a quiz that I tend to do to realize like what's out of balance. And then if I do an analysis on their house, like actually kind of run a chart and analyze their house, it's nothing to do with the aesthetics of the house. It's based on where the house is built. It's based on the, the compass location. It's based on the year it's built. It's based on the size. Um, its position in the world on the earth and this um, calculations will tell will actually show me and be like oh the reason why your finances are like is this is because your house is bad for money oh the reason why your career is like this is because that area is not that's missing or this is um, this area is really bad energy this year you know you could have a year that everyone's really sick in the house and you're like what was going what's going on you're like oh well because of this and so we can usually identify or confirm what's going on and be like oh yeah that's why that's why that's why um and then we can balance it and that's the that's actually the gift of feng shui is that it's about balance and harmony mm-hmm. and when houses were originally built year like thousands of years ago they would have spent a lot of time and analyzing and like finding the best position to place right. the house around the in nature where there was mountain where there was earth where there was where there was water to have like the optimum conditions whereas now they you know it's like oh here's a plot let's put 20 houses up uh, or put some (laughs) apartments up and there's no like thought put into the actual location so that's how like the feng shui has come about it's just like now we want to readapt the house to 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 balance and that idea of balance and harmony is you know if you're out in your favorite place in nature you know you're just sitting in your favorite place in nature and you just like feel so relaxed you feel so connected you're just like oh my god this is so nice and you're watching everything all around you nature just everything flowing well like 
that's that's how life should be you know that's how life should be for everyone in your house everyone should feel good things Mm -hmm. going their way it's smooth but if um, a house is out of balance it's not typically like that so that's kind of yeah that's feng shui and in a nutshell that's a lot i guess that's more than i thought (laughs) yeah like there's a lot that really goes into it a lot of thought and just a, a lot of digging and just finding out but if someone has like bad feng shui in their home especially or like you said you look at where the house was built and the foundation and things like that how would they get out of like the bad feng shui like how would you help them through that because a yeah. year a year of bad feng shui sucks <laughs> a year of a year or a lifetime of bad feng shui you know right <laughs> you know houses of different personality types like and they can be just literally built that are not supportive but they can be rebalanced and i suppose when people come into our world we will create them a personal report we'll analyze and say well this is what you need to do to balance it and um, for anyone listening here today and you're thinking something is off or out of whack um, i'm just going to give some kind of suggestions for things that you can start and um, connecting with your house and and kind of get this realization because you know but i always find um that you know i pop up in people's worlds when they need me you know it's like it's you know you're asking for help you're asking for a miracle you're asking for something to change right. and really typically what we know if something if something's going wrong in our life we kind of figure out like what do i what can i do to try and fix it i need to you know i need to work harder i need to get a new job i need to study harder i need to you know it's kind of all about the push Right. And it's not like people, they don't or or they do that. I need to look at like what's blocking me, what happened when I was a child, what happened here, what you know, it's like that internal stuff. And then they don't actually look around and be like, wow, it's like since we moved into this house, like everyone's been sick all the time or since we've moved into this house, our finances have just got worse and worse or, you know, something recurring keeps happening or getting worse. Right. So that's the thing. It's like, first of all, it's just awareness that you're like, wow, this place I'm in has an is having an impact on me whether you like it or not like it can right. be great you know I have clients who you know and I'm, I'm, I used to years and years ago when I go in person I drive up the driveway and I'm like hmm I'd even I get a know a feeling from just even reading the email they're just like oh I'm just doing feng shui because I've always been interested in it and then I have other people who are like oh my god like I just I, I this is my last resort <laughs> like I don't know what's I'm pulling my hair out like since we've moved in here it's been a nightmare I'm like oh yeah right. so um it's a very yeah so that's kind of the what we do is we create like personal reports but when for people to balance it but the first thing is that awareness like going like oh my god okay so what's in my house and you know we started at the very beginning you said i just did a big spring clean of my house and honestly if there's something you can do to start shifting the energy because it is all about flow it's about balance it's about harmony it's about flow and what you really want to do is start to really start to become aware and conscious of your environment because as i said it is a mirror so start like when you're outside so say you're at the mall and you're driving home mm-hmm. and i want you to start like checking in with your body like how do you feel going home is there like a bit of overwhelm is there a bit of stress do you feel getting tense as you're driving up towards the house like are you like oh my god or you like or you feel great when you're out in your back like i'm so happy oh you're getting home and you're getting tenser you're like watch that like watch what's that that visceral feeling because our body knows and then right. it's like oh okay i didn't realize that like right. get more aware like and more conscious and then as you're driving up towards your house you're like 
take note of the 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 the, the face of your home you know the eyes are the windows the mm-hmm. front door is the mouth the lawn right. the driveway you know to drive in like how does it feel is it well tended to is it well cared for is it loved a lot of the time our lives were so busy go 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 and yes. we don't actually again we don't realize that our house is impacting us so right. it's it's not and then we don't even bother kind of really tending to it it's like we just unconsciously go past all the weeds there we don't see the broken um lamp or bro- broken broken doorbell the the welcome mat is a bit battered you know and back to feng shui's acupuncture for your home back to that body thing it's like if you don't tend to yourself and look after yourself like the your energy starts to get depleted like you start right. to get sick the same things with your house so you have to start to realize like i need to take care of this you know i want to take care of it does it mean like you know redecorate everything no a lot of the times people will think listen to me and they're like oh my god but my house is really old fashioned or some the, this the whole place needs to be renovated it's not about as i said aesthetics in terms of like big like a new new interiors like right. things could be old and functioning but is it loved like is it loved you know is it appreciated you know so as you get to that front door is it clean or dirty you know it have like is it easy to get in you know if the front door is hard to open it can represent a struggle and and toughness and friction for bringing things in right. are there friction points around the house you know when you open that front door is it like 20 pairs of shoes and 15 coats you know <laughs> right overwhelm oh my gosh hitting you as you walk in the door and like this is and you that's setting the stage for your entire relationship with the house you know right. the first thing you see when you walk in the first impressions literally so you're like okay how could i tend to this to like lift my spirits to be grateful for my house to feel good about it to clean the door to maybe put a nice welcome mat get some flowers you know just make it feel good right. that's going to help you and then you open your door and you know what can, what solution can you have to just make this space feel inviting and welcoming mm-hmm. um it's really useful and then then this exercise is called fresh eyes and with fresh eyes you want to then wander around your house as if you're a new person as if you've never been in this house before and you're just looking going hmm look at that painting oh what's that painting of oh when's where was that picture taken was that a good day who's this person who gave me that 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 vase do i like them right uh... is there good memories attached to it you know like everything in your house has an energy it has a frequency it has a it has a you know it has it, it's taking up space in your home right it is it's taking up space in your home is it is it is is it you know it it needs to be precious to want to be taking up space in your home mm-hmm. that is so true i really never thought about it like if because you know people give you things you're just like all right i'm gonna put it up but you're right if it's someone that okay well maybe i don't really get along with or I'm not too fond of but every day their item is sitting there and it's just bringing bad energy to you and you're not conscious of it because you're just like oh it's just this little thing but then it's like huh yeah I should probably get rid of it (laughs) yeah totally and like this goes for like I had a client once and I was like going through in her house and she had this picture of one woman on its own she was a single woman she wanted to call in love yet she'd all these single women pictures every hour is like oh my god we need to get rid of all these single women pictures like it's in the right. body you are and what you are right now so we need pictures of couples or whatever anyways this one particular picture it was a painting and i took it up and i was like how do you feel about this mm-hmm. 
and she was like oh my brother bought it for me and I was like all right okay and I was like what do you think of it do you like it she's like oh no not really and I'm not kidding you the facial expression on this painting was the most miserable face you've ever seen this woman looked in agony oh my god so miserable and like her brother bought it for her she doesn't get that get on that well with him and then he it's in it was in it was in her home and I was like this has got to go you know does he ever come to visit no okay he's never gonna know <laughs> let let it go you know and even if they do visit you're like oh i'm just switching things around so, you know like you don't have to you don't have to feel guilty for for holding on to things that are not in alignment with what you want or don't like represent how you want to feel right, you know right. if it was a picture of you know beautiful flowers that were beautiful and bright and happy and vibrant you'd say something different you'd be like oh yeah that's beautiful right uplifting that was very miserable so and oftentimes as you said like you get something from someone or you buy a painting you buy something you just put it there and then it just gets stuck there and then it's like but nothing's moving and it gets stuck there and you know you you forget about it you don't even see it anymore you stop not seeing it but it is impacting you it is oh wow I really honestly never thought about that. But now it's like, you gotta be conscious. And honestly, it could be like, even with cards, cause I tend to sometimes, you know, if somebody gives me a Christmas card or or birthday cards or something, I'll put it up um, and then just leave it there. I think recently I've been more, like when we did our spring cleaning, I looked through like some of these cards and yeah, the ones from like family members, um, I, I, I left up but others I'm like why is this here <laughs> or even like friends I'm like you know I'll leave those up because sometimes it's like pictures or something but there's like others and I'm just like I don't necessarily really like know this person and I put their picture of like yeah. for what <laughs> or yeah oh my god yes what? and it's like a generic it's like really generic at least the ones from friends and close family Um, it's more personal but those were just like generic and just mm, not fond of them so you know for the most part like I folded them up and put them to the side and like oh I felt better about myself (laughs) yeah and it's subtle like and this is the thing our house you know we have to just be mindful like we we know that eating junk food is bad for us yeah the same as stacking stuff into our house that doesn't feel good that's just like other people's stuff things that we that are old you know i like to say to people like you can make your house become a vision board for your future or a shrine to your past and the more you're holding on to things especially from people and places and times of your life that were more difficult you're holding on to that like that whole energy as well right wow and that can be can that be for like um even items like jewelry or clothes, like yes. something that someone from your past gave you, but you still have, and maybe sometimes wear. Cause I know I did that. Like when my husband and I first initially met, like there were things that um, other people from my previous relationships had given me and I would wear it. And I'm like, ah, it's something that I've always worn. So yeah. I would always put it on. But then after a while, I'm like, why, why am I still yeah. wearing like these earrings or this necklace or this watch and I I finally like put it away and I think recently I found like a watch and I'm like why do I even still have this here like yes. <laughs> just throw it out yes 
And I think this is the thing we we often like with our houses we just forget. We stop seeing the things that gets put away and anything belonging to exes for sure like it's not healthy. It's like still keeping an energetic tie to that person. So it's not good for them, it's not good for you. Yes. And you know And I see it in so many ways like for people listening and they're like oh my god I have this and that and all the things and it was really expensive and all of that I've heard it all. Um I would say you don't start there. You know, if you're going to start doing a little bit of overhaul of your house and doing a fresh eyes, like just start like in terms of wanting to let go of things. Go to like the easier places, you know, go to the crockery, get rid of the chipped plates, depleting the energy of the food that you're eating, get rid of the broken um anything that's broken, anything that's not working, like those kind of things. All of that's like depleting the energy of that area of your home. So be sure to kind of do that. Like as a is a great like top level one. It's like okay, they can all go. Right. Things like, you know, Christmas cards, like holding on to cards, you know, or uh just for some reason thinking of like, you know, kids and families and like holding on to kids artwork. Yes. Like I had one lady <laughs> in our community and she was just like, "Oh, I've just got all the boxes down of my kids' artwork, like all their art since he I was like, "How old is he now?" On he was he was 32. <gasps> So she had like all his art oh, up until wow. whatever age he was and it was still in the world and now he's 32 and I'm like so she's like I don't know what to do with it and I'm like ring him and ask him does he want it and I bet you he's going to be like no I don't like, even remember oh. making the <laughs> I don't even remember making that picture when I was 3 you know and does it mean you have to get rid of it all of it no you can sort through the little bits and be like that was really nice that's cute that's cute you know maybe they right. they want to keep it for their own kids or something but like We have, sometimes the things that we hold on to is are completely unnecessary like absolutely completely yeah completely unnecessary and not not helpful you know because especially holding on to things for a very long time because that's creating stagnancy so stagnancy in the body creates disease and disharmony and sickness stagnancy in the house mirrors that the same it does the same thing and then you're like why are things not moving in my life well you know i had a lady interview me for a podcast once and she was like You know, since I moved into this house, I feel like my my salary and my income has remained exactly the same for the same five years. I just whatever I've done, nothing has changed. Hasn't moved the dial. And I was like, okay, well, tell me about your office. And she's like, oh, I'm sitting in it now. This is my chair. This, and I was like, okay. And then she says, oh, she goes, those boxes, those boxes haven't moved for five years. They're the same boxes, the same stuff. And I'm like, oh, wow. isn't that funny how nothing's changed in your career? But these things came in, and it's just nothing. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I never thought about things like connecting that way. That things in your home like her, you know, boxes yeah. came and you kind of just left them and like, oh, I'm going to get to them. I'm going to get to them and then you never do and it's just there. There year yeah. after year. Wow, that is so interesting. I know. Like, this is stuff you never really like really pay attention to because you think mainly when things are going wrong, you're trying to find things in your environment, not Not even in your environment, like in right. your world, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, you're just thinking, okay, well, what is it? Like, is it me? Maybe I have to change my personality. Is it um, <laughs> friends? Maybe I have to stop hanging out with certain people. Like you, you, you don't yeah. even think about maybe it's where you are. It's your home. It's your office. Change something in there. And that can like, yeah, that can change a whole just everything I never really thought the whole trajectory of everything I yeah. have seen it time and time again like I've had clients who have come to me and their kids are fighting all the time like so you know I talked about the front door mm-hmm. Tina came into our world she was just like she did the she cleaned her front door cleaned her thing she went back to her desk 
and literally within like like while she was doing it, she got an email for like an entire website redesign, just like out of the blue, like her her wow. business website designer, and someone just took the full premium package straight away, and she's like, oh my god, I have to do this. And the ripple effect has been so profound. Like not only did like she get this thing, she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. She made one, some changes in her house and things start to shift. But her kids used to fight all the time, you know? And she, they just really detested each other, two little boys. And now they're like best friends. She's like, I don't know what happened. It was literally, I put in the remedies. I did exactly what you told me, Patricia, but they are like best friends. They help each other with their homework. They can't wait to see each other when they come home from school. Like. She's like, it has changed everything because you can just imagine living in a house where the kids don't get on. And then then you're like, you're just like firefighting all the time, trying to, you know, yes. I don't know, be a referee. And we're like, oh, actually, like it's the house. It was that it was the energy of the house. It was creating this angst in the energy and just balanced it. And then the kids are happy. Then she gets great work stuff and everyone's happy. You know, that's the thing. And like for us and for me, I just see that in our world, when women start to really step into their power around their house and, and change the energy of their house, they become happier. And like the moms are the thermometer of the house. It's like if mom's happy, everyone's going to be happy. happy. Yes. <laughs> you know, if mom's happy. Everyone's going to be happy. So like, how do you make sure that you're like that you are happy make sure that everything is supportive you get your house balanced you get yourself you're looking after yourself it's like self-care right it is it really is like you said when moms are happy everyone is happy because like i never thought about it we are the temperature of the house because if we're walking around angry all the time or annoyed or anything like that that kind of trickles down to the kids and then they get annoyed at each other so it's you definitely have to be conscious of you and conscious of like your environment in order to make like these changes yeah for sure do you suggest and I think you said it earlier um because I, I I know for me <laughs> I do this a lot and I always have to reel myself back sometimes where like people hear these conversations they're just like all right let's do a whole overhaul of everything like let's go through the house throw everything away do you suggest doing that or just starting small? I think you said earlier, start small. Like maybe go to your kitchen, yeah. look at the plates, look at the chipped ones. It's okay to throw them away. <laughs> you don't have to keep them. <laughs> yes, there's more plates, you know? And I think there's um, there's a really big thing with this is that like it's okay and it's um, start small for sure. You don't have to do the whole house. And the thing is, when you start doing it, you'll get more momentum. Like you'll start feeling better and you start being more aware. And the whole idea is being more conscious of our environment, like being more conscious of like what's on the walls. How does it make me feel? You know, one of the things that's a really biggie is like, you know, making sure the family photos are up to date on the walls. You know, make sure they're ones of like recent photos of the yes. family from a really happy day, you know? I'd like one lady who, um, when I visit her house into her front room, she basically contacted me because her family, you know, the kids weren't getting on herself and her, um, her son and her dad, her husband weren't getting on great. <clears throat> she was like, there was friction and tension there. So when you walked into their house, into their living room, there's this giant family portrait that is beautiful. Like it was very beautiful, professional portrait. But I said, oh, that's a lovely picture. This is great in your family area. And she's like, oh yeah, oh, that's just, that's, that, that was just taken after a massive fight. Oh, wow. And I was just like, get rid of it. Like, 
because ev- that friction is still in the picture that energy right. is in it so every time she walks in everybody in the house it's like literally recycling the same thing over and over and over on the subconscious in the ha- on everyone in the house right oh wow i never thought about that because i mean you see a picture you're just like oh like you said it's a cute family picture but it's like what was behind that picture <laughs> yeah and you do see it every time you walk in just like oh that day especially yeah. if it's like by the door and that's the first thing you see as you the first thing the you saw and it was massive oh my gosh yeah that can definitely that can definitely be a biggie so for kids <laughs> yeah like I have four kids and they argue a lot and um like I said the day that we went through and I don't even know oh I do know what made us start cleaning because it was near my birthday my friend um nailed me <laughs> some fish and when we got the fish we we have been talking about going through our kitchen and the living room and just like redoing everything and we we just never got to it when she mailed the fish it made us like okay now we have to make space for this fish these fish like where would they go and oh, like real fish yes real fish like she ordered them because I have been, my kids have been talking about getting a, a, a pet. And I'm like, mm, no, I don't want any pets because I know I would be the one taking care of them. Yes. <laughs> so she's like, get a fish. I'm like, oh, sure. And one of my coworkers got me a fish tank. I never put okay. it together because I'm like, I'm, I'm not. So she was like, put the fish tank together. And I'm like, I have no fish. So she mailed me the fish. They came. And once they got to my house, we all sat there like, what are we gonna do i'm like oh wait i have the fish tank then my husband's like well where are we gonna put it and we looked around we're just like wow we got all this junk on this table like we need to clear it Mm -hmm. off anyway so we started clearing that off and then we looked around the rest of the living room like you know some of the stuff doesn't even need to be here so let's oh my god i love that off so we did that and then the kids walked into the kitchen like this um because we have this like massive um it's like a shelving in the kitchen where we put like breads and snacks and stuff mm. and we were just like half of that stuff doesn't even need to be in there so then we all just went through and cleared that off and then they went through on their tables and cleared their tables off and it was crazy because as we were doing it when we started we were just like this is gonna be too much work like let's just do the table yeah. put the fish there and then we'll be done But once we started, we just kept going and going and we got the whole kitchen, living room and kitchen cleared. And it literally felt like a shift. Yeah. And everybody was just- Everyone probably had more energy. Yes. There was a lot of energy. Everybody was so happy. We even went to the um, the pet store and bought a bunch of stuff (laughs) for the fish. And it was just like, it literally was a shift. And I didn't realize how much stuff we kept having around that we didn't need and we just got to the point of oh we'll clear it later we'll clear it later and I can see that happening again now so now I look around I'm just like okay all right we just gotta get cleared (laughs) it's a maintenance thing yeah yes and it's like and then once you do and you look at it you're just like oh you know I feel so much better like it feels very freeing yeah when you do that so I've never actually thought like it could have been the aesthetic, not aesthetics, but just something 
all the stuff around you is like causing this like oh my god yeah definitely and it's like dampening the flow like where stuff gets stacked up it creates this disharmony and and kind of blockages so that alone just doing that is massive and yeah i've seen it with myself my husband their clients like things things change when you shift the energy of that of that kind of stuff that's there for a long time and built up it, it it does and I didn't even realize it until we actually did it so when I got the email for you I'm like oh my gosh this is literally what we just did today <laughs> I love it I went through this whole like clearing everything out and it was just it, it, it like it was really a great experience to because you felt like I like I said you I literally felt the shift as soon as we we started clearing stuff like everybody's mood changed and once everything was cleared it's like you know this looks so much better and we walked into every room like this looks so much better <laughs> like this yeah, feels so it. much better this is all like so much better it was just it it, it was it was crazy well done. that all that stuff <laughs> yeah was like causing this like barrier that we didn't know was it's up. not yeah so for like for kids what are some tips and strategies for them to like create a better environment in their rooms or even in their workspaces? Cause all my kids have, you know, they have their bedrooms, but they also have like desks that we have mm-hmm. um, because during COVID when they were home <laughs> and yeah. doing school from home, we had to get them like desks to work on for school and they still have those. And sometimes it's like, it's hard for any of them to like, get rid of certain things i mean during our clearing day they did get rid of a lot but now i'm sitting here looking at it and i'm just like oh they could get rid of more <laughs> yes for sure so the first thing i would say actually just for people listening i do have a resource for moms that's at patricialohan.com forward slash moms m-o-m-s and it is a like basically a very detailed instruction um, guide for feng shui children's bedrooms um from like babies up to grow like um bigger children so that's the, i'd say that's resources available there's that guide there's also a video that i did about it and there's a um, a meditation for peaceful and harmonious homes oh. so you can there that's all in one kind of little gift for moms so you can come to patricialone.com and forward slash moms and get that and um, so if I if I don't get covered everything about for kids, the bedrooms is a big one. And um, I say to people around, especially I say to, you know, the room, the rooms that are most important for people is the bedroom. You're saying, where do I start after you've done the front door, go to the bedroom mm-hmm. because it's where you spend the most time and it's where your yes. body heals and where you recuperate. So you definitely want to be in a good energy space. Yes. Um, and the bedrooms for adults we've got this kind of these three words i always say for um, adults rest romance relaxation and if you can get that those energies of rest romance relaxation for your bedroom create a sanctuary that's amazing like that's kind of the intention for kids bedrooms um the first thing i would say in a children's bedrooms is to have a family photo so a really nice family photo of just a great day together like it doesn't need to be a part it doesn't need to be a professional photo it just needs to be a, a great day that everyone had a great time to re you know just to reaffirm that family connection right. in the bedrooms and mm. um, the second thing i would say in bedrooms is to make sure that the setup the setup ideally is having um, a good solid bed with a good solid headboard and being able to see the door 
So that's like the ideal scenario for the bedroom. Um, and then what I see most of the time is what we've said here is that rest, romance, relaxation for adults. But most of the time, children's bedrooms are not sanctuaries. No. They're like total bombs or overwhelmed. Yes. There's too much <laughs> stuff. There's too much stuff in them. And that, that does not, it's not conducive for a good night's sleep. No. So nothing under the bed nothing under the bed it's going to impact their sleep their dreams their energy and everything and then you want to be mindful of the colors so just think about what you would want for your own bedroom a nice sanctuary it's like you know neutral tones very calm like very you know supportive that's what you want to do for your children's bedrooms they may not exactly be completely aligned with that depends on their age i think this is also a really an age thing but like what are they decorating their room with you know with the small kids be really mindful of you know the primary colors like you know red can create aggression mm-hmm. anger frustration fear like it's like red light they see red you know that's a right. lot of so you want to minimize red you also want to minimize blue like dark dark blue because that's water element which is fear um emotional like it can be like very watery emotions um anxiety uh cooling dampening so those two colors i would try and avoid in children's bedrooms um i'm very anti you know the race car driver beds or those right like red race car driver you know just even for that age kid um and one thing I've seen with one of my clients that she did, and I just thought this was amazing, was that rather than letting the children like decorate the whole room and do whatever they want with it, it's like, okay, here's your bed, here's your here's um, some cork board or two cork boards or those picture frames that like the they clip, you know, clip on like the the cover clips in and out. So here's your frames. You can put whatever you want up on those, but that's it so that you're creating a very like a boundary of like the walls are clear but you have a place that they can put their things up you know and um not having things overhead um let me see and then just even like the the quilts and the duvet like the the covers and that like keeping it quite neutral Hmm. okay you would think for like your kids you would want them to you know have at it this is your room so go ahead but that makes sense like give them a small part while you make it more of a neutral space for them because it is it is like it's well it's supposed to be their little sanctuary so yeah. once they leave the living room and they go upstairs and that's what I've done to like our living room is more neutral colors like earth yeah. tones and calm because I'm like when I come home I want to be calm I want to be able to sit yeah. down and relax and just enjoy you know the family time so that yes. makes sense to do that for their rooms as well because it's like mm-hmm. you don't want them to go into their room and the first thing is like anger red yeah <laughs> yeah and then you're like why are they always fighting why are they this why are they that so um like the other thing i see in kids bedrooms is you know there's a lot oftentimes you know a house can look quite tidy and be disguised as being clutter free but they're just it's all hidden in storage boxes mm-hmm. so people become really good at like having a tidy house but actually it's still it's still that's what clutter is to me it's not a kid's playroom it's covered in toys if the kid's playroom is covered in toys it means that they're playing and it's life it's moving you know right feng shui isn't about like the the dishes on the counter you know it's not about the the laundry cupboard being overwhelmed like the laundry you know is inevitably always going to get done it's always moving it's always flowing the dishes are always going to get washed (laughs) 
the 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 toys are going to get played with and moved but it's those cupboards that are full with stuff from like when they were kids you know i see a lot of parents holding on to things from like they're you know, oh you know but we'll hold on to these toys or these clothes or this you're like there's going to be more toys there's going to be more clothes, more clothes no, right like oh my gosh yes <laughs> i i had to go through that where for a while i was holding on to like their little baby clothes and stuff and i'm like mm, i don't plan on having any more so why do I have yes <laughs> exactly and then you just think like some other little baby some other mom is going to be delighted of those clothes like this is the whole yes. thing like delighted they really they need the baby clothes right so I I bagged everything up like okay this is going this is going and I gave it to um like some of them I gave them to my niece who was having a baby and then others I have a nonprofit where um we provide clothing for um other families so mm. we'll clean them, put them in our clothing closet. And then when families email us, we'll get them clothes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like we got to get rid of all of this stuff. <laughs> because I, we, I, I know for me, I tend to hold on to certain things. And sometimes when I see it, I'm like, I don't necessarily need this. So I, I need yeah. to get rid of it. <laughs> I think the thing is, is also when it comes to this work, it's just being brutally honest. Mm-hmm. like being brutally honest with ourselves you know it's like are you ever going to use that again right you know, are you ever going to you know for the last what's been so and then the thing is maybe you will you know so for the right. last i live in greece for the summers and Ooh. i'm currently in greece and we have a wardrobe that um in our in our office that had a kayak like one of those inflatable kayaks uh-huh. and last year my husband got it he loved it he was kayaking and then it got packed away fine the other, like a few weeks ago, I was in that room just clearing things out, and I was like, "Are you ever going to use this kayak again? <laughs> if you're not, I'm going to get rid of it. I don't care how much it was, but it's been sitting there now for like most for of the time. You haven't been out on it. Are you going to use it? And then all of a sudden, it was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I am." Now he's been out kayaking. He was out kayaking during the week. He was out kayaking because it was literally just taken out of the cupboard and used, you know? So, and this is where radical honesty is like, and if you don't use it, it's got to go, you know, because it is creating stagnancy. And, you know, if you want to do it again, you can get another, you know. That is, that is definitely true. It's like, you can literally get all of this stuff again. And I think that's what I had to go through in my mind when I was mm. taking out all like the kids baby stuff it's like mm, if I do at some point have another baby I can always rebuy all this stuff like it's not <laughs> it's not like there's the end all be all and exactly. plus I don't plan on it so it's like why are you even holding it? on yes <laughs> so that makes sense to um to get rid of um earlier you said going back to something that you said earlier in regards to like the kids room um, would you use the same method for the parents' room? But I know yes. you said something about what is it? Relax, rest. Oh, rest for the romance. for the parents' room, yes. You want a picture of the couple of the you know, or if you're single and you want to call in love, get a picture of a couple um into the image. You know, just a you know, it could be two people walking on a beach or something. And mm-hmm. um, but in your bed, in relationship in your bedroom, definitely giving a picture of a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or, or you and your partner on a great day it doesn't need to be that long ago it can be just a reason like you know self, picture you took together somewhere out um, have a nice picture of the two of you in and then just think in pairs like make sure that the bedroom is just all about rest 
and romance and relaxation. So no work equipment, you know, no phones. People be like, well, no phones, get an alarm clock, you know, know, (laughs) uh, go old school. You know, actually I was just talking on like on a podcast this morning in Australia, like really early this morning, this couple in Australia. And one of the ladies was was like, well, it's just like we just need to go back to like the 80s or the 90s, you know, the 80s when we had an alarm clock where we had boundaries with work, you know, so we weren't like working all the time. And, you know, I do so much work on my phone and, you know, that's why I can't have it in my bedroom. And I had to create a habit. I had to just put it away and put the charger outside in my office. And then that's it. It's not, it's not available for me in my bedroom because there was too much energy and even just the Wi-Fi and the signal and the everything that you do on it it's like right beside your head and then you're trying to get a good night's sleep. Right. So don't recommend that in the bedroom. Um, don't recommend spiritual statues or images really in the bedroom or your family photos in the bedroom. So just pictures of the couple because you want to create yeah. like a, like you said, a space um, for them. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, okay. That's awesome. I'm going to have to write these down and start (laughs) start thinking about it because we like, I know in our bedroom is like also like neutral ish colors. Yeah. They're more darker colors because we wanted to make a, a, a space of just like surprisingly relaxation. Like when I come in, yes, I don't want it to be like, I mean, obviously, everybody wants their room to be bright and airy yeah. or whatever, but that's what you open the windows for. But if my yeah. curtains are closed, I want it to be a space where, you know, I just come to lay down to relax. And it's if we're yeah. going to watch TV together or we'll watch TV together, like that's our space. Um, yeah. And that's why the living room is more like earth tones as well, because that's where the family will gather. And I never thought that that was the reasoning now that yeah, I'm thinking I'm about like, it, like that's the reasoning behind. <laughs> yeah, and the bedroom is a great color to be more yin. Like a yin is that darker, introverted, like sleep, you know, dark. And then the yang is like the action, the bright, the open. Like the kitchen needs to be bright and open right. and, and feel like that. Yeah. Wow. I really never realized. Well, I I I just did it just to do it, but now thinking about it, like that was my unconscious reasoning behind those things there you go you see we just know a lot of the stuff we kind of know and people are like oh that makes sense you know, right that makes sense. like i never actually yeah. thought about it but yes that does make a lot of sense oh my gosh so how did you even come about getting into this type of work to work with families or just people like just getting into this feng shui of just changing their lives um, so I actually got like my first books about it when I was 15. So I just was fascinated. I was actually, we, we, we moved into a new house around that time. And like lots of things started going wrong. Like lots of things. It was a very, very <laughs> difficult house to live in. And, you know, I must've just known on some unconscious level, like, wow, there's something off here. Right. Um, so that was the main thing actually. And I got into it then. And then in my twenties, I used feng shui. I wanted to call in love. So I set up my bedroom for love. I moved into an apartment, set it all up. I was like, I'm not leaving here until I meet my husband. Um, <laughs> and then I actually did meet my now husband. And then he was into feng shui. So I was like, oh, I'm interested in this. And I just did it out of pure, just literally out of just personal interest. I've been into this for like my whole life since I was a kid. I want to do more and do it on our own house. 
So when we did it on our own house, then um, like within like a few months, we had like a six figure windfall. We'd like all of this like amazing things start to happen. That was like, you know, completely amazing, you know, new media exposure for my business and my work. And it was just phenomenal. So we started uh, doing just work with clients in Ireland. Um, and then when we moved to uh, Bali, we uh, decided to do something virtual. And we built this program and now we've been working with oh, like thousands of women all over the world. It's been an absolute joy. And the thing is, when we started it, like, you know, it would be like w- women would join our program and do the feng shui and their family would be like, what are you doing? And, you know, right, and then their husbands would start getting a promotion and then the children would start getting better, better, better in school or they get on better. Or then, you know, they start seeing just feeling happier or more creative. And we just saw just consistent amazing results um and yeah that's that's how how i started doing it and more and more people keep coming in and change their lives they're changing their kids lives are changing their husband partners lives are you know so that is amazing we just keep going right that is so amazing i'm so happy for you that's wow to like just get into it and then stick with it because sometimes people will be like uh this isn't gonna really go anywhere but to know that okay well it changed my life so i'm gonna keep you know helping other people that is so Mm -hmm. awesome that is wow how do people find you to um you know get connected with you and start this process of just yeah kind of reframing their minds really (laughs) it is it is it is um so my website is patricialohan.com um i'm also my program is called powerhouse feng shui so you can come to patricialohan.com there's so many resources there i've got like a feng shui got like mini course which is a great introduction into feng shui to get started and um some resources as well and then i also have that moms patricialowen.com forward slash moms that you can get more information for moms like the, the meditation and the work the guide and the training okay and you said you do this virtually too so only virtually now oh, yes nice. 20, since 2015. wow that mm-hmm. is awesome yes. so, so anybody have- anywhere can get anybody, a anywhere. <laughs> yeah we have clients literally all over the world from wow. iceland to new zealand to hawaii wow. to canada to i don't know chicago to nicaragua wow South and Africa, is it is it everywhere. you and your husband doing it together yeah my husband and i we're, we've been working together doing this now since 2015 2016 and um, we obviously have some team now we've trained people in feng shui um we've a beautiful community of, of women who come together we do um i also do virtual and in-person events with them so uh to bring the community together and then to some internal feng shui wow that is so yeah. awesome i know yeah. before you said that um how do you how would you get a feel of the house if it's virtual so when people join our program they have to fill in a specific form so we've built like a form they have to fill in like sending photos and um, a plan the where their house is like pin on the earth google maps and google oh. earth and technology has just like changed everything yes so we can do all of our <laughs> do all of our analysis from a dist from virtual and um, based on the information they give us um, and then we can create their personal report for them yeah. Wow, that is so awesome. I know. Oh my gosh. Yes, the Google has changed the world for everybody. So <laughs> Exactly. So including feng shui. Who the yes. Right. Yeah. Wow. Where you don't actually have to be in the home, but you can get a feel of it 
mm-hmm. virtually. That is so awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this was a great conversation. Thank you so much. Now you've given me like a lot to really think about mm-hmm. and to really, I'm I'm definitely going to go to your website and look up that mom's resource because <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things that I could be doing that, you know, I, I, it, there, a change needs to happen. And mm-hmm. I feel like if I change certain things around me, it can, it, it can definitely happen. So, yeah, you've already felt the shift just from doing like a clear out. Imagine it'd be like when you yes. actually put the right remedies in place, you'll be like, whoa, whoa. Right, right. So I'm like, yeah. okay, now, now I'm, now I'm even more excited. Now after this, like more in depth conversation, I'm even more excited. Thank you. <laughs> You are welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. And um, like Patricia said, you can reach her at patricialohan.com. And I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you guys can click on to her link to um, get further resources. And if you want a virtual um, meet with her, you know, you can sign up on her website. Um, but thank you so yeah. much for joining me. Thank so you la- so much. Last thing. So if a mom wants to get started with feng shui, but they're just kind of like, where, how, what, what, what is their first, what would their first move be? Like, what should they do first? Um, ask why, why are they getting moving? You know? Okay. Find out that because I can always give a history of like what happens in the house or what's going on. Um, and then I would say, um, you know, do a meditation to connect with the house and you know check in to set the intention this is what I this is my vision for the home this is how I want you to support me and just connect on a deeper level with that all right thank you um thank you so much I really I really enjoy this conversation it gives a lot to um a lot to really like meditate on and think about and really um just to kind of figure out where to go first so I really do appreciate it and thank you so much (laughs) you're so welcome So everyone just remember, go to her website. She has resources and there's various ways ways to contact her on her website. Loads of resources, yeah. And make sure if you are wanting to just shift your mindset and make some changes or you're wondering why changes aren't happening, you know, connect with her, connect with her team and get this feng shui started. Because I tell you, it works. Because when I did that first overhaul in my home it was just like a whole like literally that whole day was just so amazing and we were all wondering like what is going on this is a great day (laughs) I love it so it definitely works but um again thank you for joining me and thank you all for listening just remember I upload every Wednesday sometimes Thursdays don't forget to go on my website thelazymomblog.com and catch all the previous episodes and also all the new ones and um if you would like to connect with patricia again the link will be in the show notes and while you're on my website don't forget to go and hit the store button and purchase any merch to support this podcast but thank you all for joining me and i will see you next time on a brand new episode of the lazy moms podcast